Hello. Hi there, Eric. It's me, Piers, your friend. Remember me? <laughs> I remember you very clearly. Excellent, because I remember you just as clearly. Oh, look out there through the radio waves. It's a bunch of people listening to Podcast versus Podcast. This show. <laughs> that's, that's correct, Piers. What's it about? Well, let me just tell the fans who I'm acknowledging, first and foremost. Quick thank you to the fans for listening. Right. This is Podcast versus Podcast, a show where we pitch podcast concepts to each other. At the end of the episode, we're going to vote on those ideas. And if we can come to a unanimous agreement, we ditch this idea and we start doing that perfect podcast. We've been hunting for a long time now, haven't we, Eric? Super long time. Not that. Well, don't say it like that. Say it with, like, enthusiasm. Like you're excited. Never. Like you're on safari. Like, I'm on safari. Yeah, but you're not I hunting. I would not be excited to be on safari. You would if you were hunting for podcasts and not killing animals. Also, let me say this. You can go on safari without killing anything. I don't want to go on safari. You don't mean you don't want to go on safari. You don't want to, like, drive and, like, see a bunch of lions or giraffes? No. Why not? I don't like to drive. You don't You don't have to drive. Someone else will drive you. As I don't want to feel like they're, like, my courier or something. They are your courier. I don't like that. Their job is, they're your driver. That's their job. So you um, would deny somebody a job. Yeah, you know, I can just Google lion and giraffe right now. See it on my phone. You know, that is um extremely funny. Have you ever read, uh, this is something I read on Twitter, uh, and eventually led me to the article. There's this Australian right-wing pundit, very young. Mm-hmm. younger than either of us okay and he said the exact same thing he said that traveling is a waste of time okay and you can just google image search things and it's the same as going there <laughs> it's this is something that i have said 10 years ago right he's stealing my bit well i think that it's interesting how much you have in common with right-wing alt-right people wow that's fascinating actually that is fascinating i'd like to hear more about what else what what else does the alt-right believe that eric believes um i believe in a white ethno state so <clears throat> like sweden no like right now sweden's not a white ethno state why not there's a bunch of non-white people in there well that's true of every country yeah there there is no pure ethno state anywhere oh so far <laughs> are you hoping for one uh no i don't want to i actually decided not to do that bit oh the bit where you lean into me calling you an all right please take off that mega hat <laughs> god damn it okay but they but that that's what they want is for all the non-white people to leave all the non all the white countries or what they consider to be the white countries right the the ones that have been white for the last couple hundred years yeah right yeah 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 all yeah or and then of course the ones that have i don't know what's what is a truly white country what is a truly anything country Wow, it's fascinating. Right. Fascinating thought. What a question. I really nailed it with that one. It's almost like whiteness is bullshit. It's almost like all race is bullshit. It's almost like it's a construct. Fuck race. <laughs> Listen, Listen, I have a podcast to pitch you. Lay it on me, baby. It's called Eric's Jokes. Okay. So, um, you know me. Like one of your classic rate jokes, like fuck race? That's not a joke. Oh. I want to fuck race. So- Ooh. <laughs> Wait a minute. The way you're saying this... Like, do you want to take the concept of race and just be like, fuck you and like crush it under your heel so that all people are equal? Or are you saying you you want to have, it sounds like you're saying you want to fuck race. Here's what I'm saying. As an abstract concept. I'm going to leave it to the listener's imagination. Right. I'm going to leave it vague. I want to take race out behind a middle school and get it pregnant. Uh, no, that's too specific. <laughs> I'm, that's Damn exactly it, I was trying to trap you. I wanted you just to agree to that. Listen, you know me. Okay. I'm funny. I tell jokes. 
You might call me a comedian. I think that mega hat you're wearing is a joke. I think that you are a fucking joke, <laughs> you clown. <laughs> okay. Hurtful. So. Fair enough. I thought maybe we could do a podcast where I tell some jokes. Please. I would love. Do you have jokes? Do you have jokes? I prepared. Now everybody oh my knows God. about this the, is huge. the rule of three. Three is the funniest number. So I prepared three jokes. Right. <clears throat> You ready? <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. What did the sailor say to the pirate who boarded his who boarded his frigate and ran him through with a cutlass? I don't I don't know what. I see what you did there. What? That's the first joke. Here's the second joke. All right. What did the members of the doomed expedition to Antarctica say to each other? Immediately before finally resorting to cannibalism to survive. Uh, I'm sorry, could you read that again? These are really hard to follow. What did the members of the doomed expedition to Antarctica say to each other? Immediately before finally resorting to cannibalism to survive. Uh, I don't, I don't know what. I've got a bone to pick with you. Jesus Christ. Here's Jesus the last, Christ. here's the final joke. No, I want more than just three. The funniest one. All right. What was the last thing that the old ship captain ever said to his wife and son before embarking on his final voyage aboard the Edmund Fitzgerald, which tragically sank to the bottom of Lake Superior? See you later. But said it like this. See you later. The joke is that he did not see them later. What he is died. the point of this podcast? It's I would tell jokes. And, and I, I just would, have to sit here and take it? You would, you would laugh. I, I didn't laugh now. You, well, you should have been. They're very These... funny jokes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you this. Yeah. Your punchlines are clean and crisp. <laughs> and some would say well-trod. Uh, that's a compliment, I'm sure. Uh, yep. Yep, sure. Take it that way. My problem is mostly with your setups. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong with the setups? They are excruciating. <laughs> They're excruciating setups for what are essentially, um, I call them Christmas cracker jokes. <laughs> excruciating is a good thing for a joke to be. Is it? Excruciatingly funny. Oh, Well, it, it was definitely excruciating. Yeah. I would even say it was excruciatingly. I don't know if I would say it was funny. Hilarious, you would say. Mm, I, I would draw the line just before hilarious. Mirth-tastic. I might, act, I, you know what? It was mirth-tastic. I'm going to give you that one. Um, that's very interesting, Eric. I did not realize. Have, are you planning on getting back into stand-up? <clears throat> Those don't really work as stand-up. No, they don't really work in the room. They Basically, this they would be a work podcast a where I would tell jokes. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh how many jokes per episode are you thinking um i'm thinking three because of the rule of three how about instead of doing this you yeah. just set up like a robot hotline where people can call and listen to your jokes for like a penny a joke <laughs> um sounds great right yeah. so why don't you just do that i think it should cost more than a penny a joke i don't think so i think it should cost slightly more than what it's worth and i think at a penny a joke you are charging that <laughs> Um, okay, I've got a I've got a podcast pitch for you. Okay, I'm well. excited to hear it. Um, thank you for making such an in depth show. It's called mine is called Knowing When to Let Go. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's it's 
about the process right of changing your perspective to let go of things like some i mean we all do this we hang on to dreams we hang on to relationships we hang on to ideas bad ideas yeah yeah um, longer than we should i mean that's true of especially I, i think we can both agree right now in politics um because it's all so partisan people get attached yeah politics to... are just just get rid of it yeah you we think need to of, uh... r- remove the system got it just get rid of it altogether yeah it's uh, you got to know when when to let go like see i think <laughs> wow we're kind of at a cross because i think you should let go of that idea oh i just had it yeah and i think that it's time to let go of it <laughs> okay because i think it's pretty unrealistic <laughs> i see to okay. get rid of politics <laughs> Just formal pol, just like just like what, systemized of like, politics of like electing people to that sort of stuff. Yeah, positions. I mean, obviously, you can't get rid of politics. Like, right. I'm playing the politics game with you right now. Absolutely, I'm listening Absolutely. to your idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what is? I mean, this is kind of this kind of comes back to some of your other ideas that I'm open to, but also extremely suspicious of, like your idea that we should get rid of police entirely. Just get rid of them. Right? Like, to you. More harm than good. To you. That's not... Well, I think that's definitely not true, but okay. Um, Like, you think that it's time to let go of the idea that we need um, a trained force of people to resolve disputes and protect the general populace and enforce the law. Uh, Yeah, all of that. Just right. Just get rid of... Uh, and I know think, when to let go. I, I think. think it's time for you to let go of the uh, the idea that people can regulate themselves in the absence of a of a yeah, just, paramilitary force just know when to let go no all that sort of just, stuff i'm just saying that you need to know when to let go and like maybe maybe when you're reading some of these punchlines right as you're like going or sorry these setups to the setups, punchline, right, of, the setups of course, are the yeah. long part to read the very long part to read maybe you should be like reading and just thinking maybe i should let go of okay, the back so half of this punchline how about this i'll i'll start reading one of my patented famous jokes do you have you anything? Tell I, me, do you have any I haven't heard yet? Because no. I really don't want to relive any of those top three. Well, I'm I'm gonna read one of the top three, Jesus. and then you tell me I'm when sorry, to let but, go. Sorry, I want to quickly let go of that phrasing of top three. I want to <laughs> I want to remove and just say goodbye to that phrasing because that was a bad idea. That's right. We can say goodbye to that top three. So saying goodbye to that. So top I'm, gonna, three. I'm gonna start reading a, a joke here, and you All tell right. me when to let go. Okay. What did let go? You at what? Just did? let go. And so the, so what did let go? And then the punchline is, let go. I let go. see no, no, let go. what you did there. I, you know what? Can we take the joke from the top again? Yeah. Let go. <laughs> you didn't even hear it, though. I, it yeah, like... but I saw you open your mouth. And I was going to just... That's the point. When you opened your mouth to make sound is mm. when you should let go of the idea of uh, doing that joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you see? Do, Do you see what I did there? I hate it. That's the worst part. That's the worst part is watching you like lean into a few letters of a joke. Yeah. Right. So what did the members of the doomed expedition to Antarctica say to each other immediately before finally resorting to cannibalism? Let go. So the so the setup would be what did the members of the doomed expedition to Antarctica say to each other immediately before finally resorting to cannibalism and the and the punchline would be, I've got a bone to pick with you. I think you're right. I think cutting the to survive part of the setup does make it a little punchier, a little gets to the point a little quicker. I think that um, you could actually be a really good help 
writing jokes. I don't, but see, the thing is, I don't really want to be a help for this. Mm. Like, this sounds like, you talk a lot about, like, bad, like, things that you wouldn't want to create. You know what I mean? Like, you talk about... Right, off air, I You'll hear about, about projects. Right. Or things that people do. And you're yeah. like, I wouldn't want to work on that. No. Nah. But essentially what you're doing right now is you're writing... I wouldn't even call them Bazooka Joe comics. No, well, they're not comics, they're jokes. Yeah, well, those comics are jokes as well. But, like, do you know what I mean? Like, a Bazooka Joe comic is a setup and then a punchline. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. I am influenced by Bazooka Joe. Hey, Bazooka Joe, where are you going on that boat? And also, what's the name of that boat? It's called the See You Later. That's basically what you're doing. Oh, I sort of built on that. I think is you, you, can, you can see the seeds of that one in my work, but it's a little... Do you want me to tell you bad jokes? I'll tell you some bad jokes. Tell me some good jokes, please. I don't like bad jokes. Okay. I don't enjoy them. They're good because they're bad. What do you call a meeting of uh, ravens? Uh, that's a murder, isn't it? Oh, that's a crow. That's crows. Yeah. You call it a conference call. Uh, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Makes a lot. <laughs> okay. I have more. I a have conference more call? Jokes. Like a call is like what they say. Like you can't say like a conference. It's not a conference call. Like a call is just a noise that a raven makes. <laughs> That's. It's not. I think that you're. So I sort of see what you're trying to do. Look, here. I'm just trying to follow your lead. You're trying to I'm draw trying to parallel. Your lead. I think you don't really get it though. Like what I'm doing. Like okay, okay. I've got a bone yeah, to pick with sorry, you. Sorry, I I have to do a much longer setup. I have to do a much longer setup, right? Try try it again. I, I okay. think that you're getting there. Okay. So uh, a pastry chef goes home for the night and they lock up their, their shop. Back in the shop, all the, uh, all, the, all the baked goods start talking to each other and they get into a bit of an argument. They get into a bit of an argument over uh, who's the best in the cake shop. Uh-huh. And one of the muffins turns to the cake and says, we got to stop all this cake batter. Yeah, stop all this... Sorry, was there a punchline? That's it. That's the punchline? We've got to stop all this cake. I'm trying to think of the worst jokes I've ever heard and then make them longer because that seems to be what you're doing. So they, but I, it wasn't, it, did, it doesn't really make sense that they would want to stop the cake batter. What do you call, oh, pas- I see. No, what sorry, do you, no, what sorry, do you call pastries on. talking smack? No, hold on. Cake batter. No, I, I'm sorry. Then you're... we just extend it with a big dumb story that we don't need there. I didn't understand before. So <clears throat> the muffin and the cake are going to... This is my mistake, because I should not have had the muffin talk to the cake. The muffin should be talking to someone else and be like, we gotta stop all this cake batter. So the muffin is talking to, let's say, a pie. Uh, the muffin says to the pie, what's with all this cake batter? We gotta stop this cake batter. So th- as long as you have the words cake batter in there, right. and the setup that all these pastries ain't getting along, and they're talking smack at so each other. the muffin and the pie are starting an alliance. They're going to work together to defeat the cake batter. Now, eventually, they'll have to turn in, on each other. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I think it's a fun story, but it's not a very funny joke. Well, at least thing. I had a fun story in there because you had neither. You had unfun stories. I think maybe stories, you just, like about... you just weren't following. <laughs> Let me go back. So maybe you missed earlier when I said, what was the last thing that the old ship captain ever said to his wife and son before embarking on his final voyage aboard the Edmund Fitzgerald, which tragically sank to the bottom of Lake Superior? Now, that is a story. Okay. Right? And it's like, okay. well, now what could yeah, he have said? But it's, if, if, you know, here's the thing about the story. There's so many more details I want. I want to know whose ship it was, 
why they sank it was his the ship, lake. obviously. Well, yeah, what was the name of the ship, though? It's the fucking Edmund Fitzgerald. Why did it sink in Lake Superior? Um, here's the thing. I think that you're... I understand what you're trying to do, and I appreciate what you're what you're trying to do, but it unnecessary elements don't. You have so many unnecessary elements. I'm saying you may as well lean into that. The thing of the unnecessary elements is that it's it's not only does it add nothing, it actually detracts. Yes, well, that is what you tell you. What I'm going to give you a bad joke, a simple bad joke. Well, I'd prefer if you Just, gave me a good joke. I'm going to give you a simple bad joke, and I want to hear what you would do with it. Okay. How I, f- I would improve it? Yes. Okay. I found out I was colorblind the other day. It came totally out of the orange. <sighs> this, I don't even know where to start with this joke. So You could say completely out of the orange, because that would perhaps be more recognizable. First of all, this joke is structured like conversation, okay. which I don't like. So... I like it when you start with a setup and then it ends with a question mark right. and then the punchline, then you're primed for the punchline, right? So first of all, let's change it to what did the man who <laughs> thought he could see color all his life say when he finally realized that he's actually colorblind? Right. And then... And then I would say what? And then you would say what? And I would say it came right out of the orange, you doesn't have to be orange either. It could be any but, color but that isn't the, blue. As but, long as it's not blue, it still <laughs> makes sense. But here's the thing. Um, he wouldn't say out of the... Now, the man is colorblind, but he's heard the phrase out of the blue, right? He, why would he say out of the orange? I think it would make more sense if we change it to blue. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Yes. All right. Um, I was with two of my bosses yeah. the other day, both women, and one of them was saying... Uh, she she said, did you know that like 50% of men are colorblind? Some some stat that I still don't believe. Yeah. And I said, that's t- that's uh, that's pretty big talk coming from someone in a like a purple shirt. Yeah. With it, like I just mi- I mixed up all the colors on her on her shirt. Yeah. And that was the joke. Yeah. And she gave me this look like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and then like 15 seconds later, she's like, oh, <laughs> I've never been like more embarrassed and she gave me she's like that was good <laughs> it was like the most conciliatory like hey great great try you really tried with that one you and really did like, but she was talking about something serious because colorblindness it's no laughing matter pierce i had a good laugh at it at it i think if if i was going to tell the joke uh, what I would say. Uh, <laughs> go on Tell us how you tell the joke, Eric. Now, what did Piers say mm-hmm. when he was in a room with two of his bosses and one of them incorrectly quoted the statistic for how many men have colorblindness, vastly overestimating the number while what? wearing a red <laughs> and white striped shirt? What? That's quite a bit of big talk coming from someone wearing a purple shirt with green stripes. Oh, I feel like... I can't judge you too harshly mm. because every, I feel like every bad joke I've tried telling today, I've just <laughs> fucked up. Like it's and it's embarrassing to fuck up a bad joke. If you tell a good joke and fuck well, it up, well, you're not a master sad. like myself. <laughs> That's true. I haven't mastered the art form of terrible, terrible, goddamn question jokes. Because <laughs> you know, there's nothing more fun with a joke than yeah. like having to wait for someone to respond so you can continue it. <laughs> It's like a knock-knock joke, right? Yeah. And they have to respond twice, at least, at least twice in the run of a knock-knock joke. What do you mean? No, just once. Knock-knock. 
Who's there? Somebody. Oh, I see. Yeah, I was I was thinking that knock knock was the response. No, no. You tell the joke and they say knock knock. <laughs> Let's try that. Knock knock. Knock knock. Hmm. Hmm. Which side of the door am I on? Knock knock. Um, this doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't like this joke. They didn't knock back that time. How about let's try it like this, right? right. Here's how I would improve on that joke. What did the man who knocked at the door say when (laughs) the other person... (laughs) Great cadence. Knocked Amazing cadence on that. Uh, uh, ding dong? No. Ring-a-ding-ding? Tune in to tomorrow's episode for, for the resolution. Oh... And that's how I would end, by the way, in my podcast. That's how I would end every podcast. With a cliffhanger joke. A cliffhanger joke, yeah. Would you set it up again when they came back, or would you open the new episode with, like, punchline? Welcome to the show. I would have to set it up again, I think. That would... All right. All right. Well... Now, I would say, like, now, last episode, I asked you, what did the old ship captain... What what was the last thing that the old ship captain ever said to his wife and son? Before embarking on his final voyage oh, aboard the Edmund Fitzgerald, which tragically sank to the bottom of Lake Superior. Did the Edmund Fitzgerald actually sink to the bottom of Lake Superior? Is yeah, I saying? researched this joke. Okay. <laughs> I, I see. But you didn't get the captain's name. Nah. It's, I think that would be unnecessary details. the name of his wife and son. No, nah, unnecessary details. Just setting the, setting the table. So I would say, I would open the joke with like, last last episode I asked you this. Now, I think a lot of you are wondering, what did he say? Well, I'll tell you what he said. What he said was, see you later. I'm going to vote that you never tell this joke again. I'm voting for my podcast. So you can tell the joke again? Yeah, I'll probably tell and it every episode. That's the I'm afraid, one. I am afraid, sir, that we are at odds yet again. Oh, man, that sucks. I cannot abide this podcast. I will not suffer it. Okay, well, the dude abides. The dude does abide. That is true. But yeah. he's not here. You no. want to make a podcast with the dude? That's your business. Maybe I'll call him up. Tell him I say hi. Okay, all right. Do you, you know each other? We're old friends. You, okay, you're friendly. You're Excuse familiar. me. Yeah, we're we're friendly. We're yeah. not friends, but we're friendly. Okay. He he liked. He would be touched if I if you pass it along. Look, can I end the show now? Can I can I tell people to go check us out at Podcast VS on Twitter? Do you mind that? Do you mind? Do you mind if yeah. I tell people to leave us a review on go iTunes? For it, Is yeah. that going to be a problem for you? Please do. Do you want to set it up like a joke? Yeah. <clears throat> what did Piers say at the end of the episode when he wanted the listeners to engage more with the content and uh, spread it around? See you later. See you later, everybody. Goodbye.